Welcome to Season 6, Episode 10 of the podcast. And in this episode, we have our favorite registered dietitian, Ashley. And she's back. I don't know how many episodes you've been with us, Ashley. I love Cal by now. It's, yeah, but it's so great <laughs> to have you back on. Um, and we are going to be talking all about sugar. What it is, the different types, how much sugar should we have, should we cut it out completely, is it addictive, is it the devil? My favorite question. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure all of us within our work get asked this a lot about about sugar. And every day on IG you see someone's doing some sugar detox or, you know, when you're talking with clients, they're like, oh, I'll have to cut that sugar out for my tea. And you're like, no, not necessarily. So, as always, we like to have an evidence-based approach. And I know Ashley has, you know, that is her jam. So, there is science uh, to back everything that we're going to talk about. Um, but welcome, Ashley. hope you are well. And thanks for taking the time to join us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's good to be a repeat offender on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Um, And yeah, I guess we can jump right into, I mean, the big question, what is sugar? I love it. Yes, so I think it's really important to kind of just start with that question because so many people are so confused by it. Again, thanks to all this, you know, misinformation and social media and things like that. So sugar is classified as a carbohydrate. So basically it's a type of carbohydrate. It's going to give us energy. Um, So that's really what it is. Um, You know, at the end of the day, our body is going to convert all of our carbohydrates into glucose as that is the form that our body can then derive energy from, which is necessary. Um, So I I think it's important to kind of go into the different types of sugar um, or the different uh, carbohydrates, if you will. Um, Now, again, these are all ultimately turning into sugar. Um, So there's fructose, okay, and there's lactose, and there's sucrose. So um, basically anything with O-S-E at the end means that it's a sugar, okay? Um, And so fructose, um, think F for fruit. So this is the sugar that naturally occurs in fruit, okay? So, um, you know, we don't have to limit that necessarily. Um, You know, if you're a a person with diabetes, of course, you want to monitor how much you're getting, but it doesn't mean that this is bad for you and that you can't have it. Um, We can get in more um, into that more specifically with somebody who has diabetes, if that's a question, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm just going to kind of roll past that for now. So basically, that is a natural sugar. When we talk about limiting sugar, we are not talking about the sugar in fruit. Want to make that very clear. Um, and then the next one, lactose. So this is the carbohydrate or the sugar um, that's found in dairy products. So this is going to be, you know, in your cow's milk um, and in your yogurt that's made from cow's milk. I say that because there's so many alternative milks these days and alternative yogurts and things. I wanted to be really clear about that. Um, and that is also naturally occurring sugar or carbohydrate in the dairy product. So, um, you know, I've had times before in the U.S. and in Kenya, actually, where um, I'll have a client come to me and say, you know, my doctor told me I can't be drinking cow's milk anymore because it has so much sugar in it. And I'm thinking, what? You know, so then they switch to this alternative milk that then has added sugar thinking it's better. Um, So, you know, there are alternative milks that don't have added sugar, but that's, again, another story for another day. But basically, the sugar in cow's milk is not added, and it is the naturally occurring carbohydrate. So when we're talking about limiting sugar, we are also not talking about this. Now, the next one is sucrose. This is the table sugar. This is your added sugar. Um, And so this is the one that we want to limit. I didn't say stop. I didn't say eliminate. Um, I said limit. Uh, so we're, I know we're going to get more into that, but basically those are the three 
main types of sugar, if you will, um, kind of how I would put them together. So again, just to reiterate, the fructose is from the fruit, naturally occurring, don't need to limit. Lactose is from the cow's milk, um, you know, dairy, and, milk and yogurt, don't need to um, limit. Um, and then the sucrose, again, that's an added sugar. So we're going to talk more about that. Um, but at the end of the day, um, the biggest difference is when you're getting this sugar, are you just getting the sugar or are you also getting nutrients with it? So that's sort of the biggest difference between the natural sugars versus the added. So like when you're getting the fructose, you're also getting all the vitamins and minerals and fiber while you're having that fruit, while you're getting that sugar. You know, the same with the milk or the yogurt, you're getting the protein um, and then the other, you know, vitamins and minerals, sometimes fat, things like that. Uh, but with the table sugar or other added sugars that we'll get into, you're literally just getting the calories. So as a dietitian, we're like, yeah, it's tasty. Yeah, you can enjoy it, everything in moderation. Um, but that's really how you kind of differentiate um, that you're not getting nutrition from it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And it's, I think that's always good to just to clarify that as yeah, I think some people just see sugar as table sugar or or like you say, fruits are demonized. Um, I, I haven't had the dairy one, but that's interesting. And so ironic, isn't it, that then they go for the sort of healthier one that has a whole bunch of um, added sugar to it. But that I think, that's, yes. yeah, it's a good distinction. Like you've got the naturally occurring and then the, the added. Um, and I guess... I mean, do they have different impacts like on the body, you know, added sugar versus natural? I mean, because the mm -hmm. body kind of breaks it all down into glucose. And I, Absolutely. I suppose it's different because like you said, you know, fructose and lactose, they have these other benefits. You know, they have the protein or vitamins, the fiber. But at the end of the day, they're all broken down into glucose. Absolutely. Claire. You said it very well. There's nothing I can add to it. Yeah. That's, exa that's exactly the case. Yes. So your body's going to, you know, utilize it the same, you know, process it the same, but the difference is along with the sugar, am I getting any other nutrition? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So that's where we want to limit that added sugar and focus more on, um, you know, the, the more natural sugars that then are nourishing our body you know, with other nutrients along with the sugar. Yep. Um, so other added sugars, would you count that as, uh, I mean, honey or? I love it. I have a whole list. Are okay. you ready? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, usually what I do when I give presentations, I always ask people, I'm like, okay, tell me, is this added or natural? Well, um, let's do so it. Let's do it. Let all be your students. So, Throw them at us. Yeah, let's play a game. All right. Um, how about cane juice or like the sugar cane? I would say that's naturally occurring. It is added. Is it? If it's from the cane? Yes, it's added. It, it okay. is. Because if you think about it, it's very tricky because if you think about it, you know, like white processed sugar, it actually comes from sugar beets, mm -hmm. you know, which again are naturally occurring, right? Um, and then you can also get sugar from coconut. You can get sugar from, you know, raw cane sugar. You can get yeah. it like the brown sugar too. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's all considered added. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason is, is because you're not getting other nutrients with it. So that's always what we go back to okay. is when we're getting the source of sugar, are we getting other nutrients with it? So even like, even if you're eating the actual sugar cane? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Because remember when you're eating natural sugar cane, um, you kind of suck out the juice and then you spit out like the fibrous parts, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. I yeah. hate that. I cannot. Yeah. I, I can't. It kills my kids. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I... My kids love it. Yeah. yeah so they use their grandpa all the time and I'm like, ah, remember, but everything in moderation. Yeah. Growing up, there was a five shilling one and ten shilling one. So the five wow. and then. Well, now I'm sure it's more expensive, but man, that, that took you an hour of just, just... It's some serious jaw work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, football, you're sorted. <laughs> there you go, and you turned into a strong lad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was part, part of the daily nutrition. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Yeah. All right, should I continue with my yes. quiz? Yes. 
Okay, what about molasses? Oh, I'm scared to answer now. Would have added. Yeah, I would give that added. I love mm. molasses. And um, I'll go natural. It's added. Uh, uh, so here's, here, here's I know I should have like a buzzer. So here's here's the trick again. So many times if you do like a quick Google search, right, it'll say molasses is high in all these nutrients, it's a good source of these nutrients, you yeah. should add it to your diet. Okay. So I will say that that's true. Those can be there can be nutrients in molasses. But the problem is the serving size. So how much molasses do we need to consume before we get equitable amounts of that nutrition mm -hmm. to actually make an impact on our body? You see, so again, you always have to take a look, a, bit, a look at the bigger picture and the full story because um, I'll see that all the time. And I'm like, yes, it does have these nutrients, but now you have to take like a cup of it, you know, before you get those amounts. And then how much sugar are you getting alongside your body trying to get those nutrients? Um, so there's definitely more efficient ways to get those nutrients rather than alongside all of that sugar. Yeah, no, 100%. That makes sense. Honey. What about Honey. We're going. We're going for for added there. Yeah, because uh, that comes with nothing, I guess. <laughs> well, it's got anti. Yes. Uh, but how bacteria. much of a serving do you need? Well, I mean, it, <laughs> yes. No, I'm trying yes, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love it, but I'll you guys are right on. Like oh. that's exact. It's the exact same case as it was with molasses. Okay. Yeah. You know, so it, you know it can have these nutrients and things like that. But if we look at how much do we need to consume to get you know an adequate amount of nutrients where it make gives us those health benefits, yeah. it's a lot. And then you're getting a lot of um, sugar, which then surpasses is what the World Health Organization recommends in terms of added sugar. So again, there's other more efficient ways to get those nutrients. But again, I want to make it clear, there's always honey in my cupboard. Yeah. Um, I have it nearly every day. Um, I love to bake with it. I love it in my oatmeal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I make like these energy bites with it, but it's again, how much are you using? What else are you having throughout the day? Um, so yeah. I don't know if you remember, like at one point, the Manuka honey was so in vogue and it has like a factor, like uh -huh. Manuka, I can't remember what the factor is. I want to say SPF, but I know it's not. It's like Manuka yeah. factor, whatever, is like medical grade. Yeah. I remember spending a fortune on this Manuka honey because everyone was like, oh, it's so good for you. I mean, it was delicious, um, yes. absolutely delicious, but so expensive. It was like... I can't even remember. I don't even want to say what I spent on that, but yeah. it was, it, I guess we can talk about it later, but it's like one of those health halos, like, oh, yes. this, this, you know, this honey is good for this, or someone thinks that they're being better having honey, and then they end up having yes. so much of it. <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly what I find with a lot of my clients is because they'll think, you know, okay, it's honey, it's more natural, it's less processed, that sort of thing. So I can use as much as I want. And it's like, Oh, okay, everything yeah. in moderation, you know? So, um, so yeah. All right. All right, let me see what else is on my list. Oh, a good one. Real maple syrup, like from the tree, where I come from. In Minnesota, we do this. I Super love maple, maple syrup. Super added. 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 Yeah. So also added. Super, it is. You guys are right. Added. It's added. So you're seeing the trend, yeah. So but it maple, is added. Um, yeah, but, but again, this is... No, I was saying, but uh -huh. maple syrup. I'm, I'm happy having the whole bottle. I'm just saying. He needs the whole <laughs> bottle to get, you know, the required. Oh, yes. I, exactly, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm guilty of that. I just, <laughs> I keep going and oh, going. I'm drinking from the bottle. I know. It's, yes. <laughs> it's it's like, so good. You, you just have to it's, it's, accept. It's just good that it's expensive here because yeah, that yeah. limits you. <laughs> It's, too, it's too. so true. Oh my God, it's so expensive. It's so true. Um, so yeah, but again, that's something that I choose to have in my house because I love it and I enjoy it and I do give it to my kids. But again, everything in moderation and proper portion. Yeah. So yeah, um, I want to see what else is on my list. Okay, Ooh, agave nectar. Oh, that, that darn agave, that is such oh. a health halo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even so, like yeah. it. Add it. <laughs> yep. Yes. So you guys got it now. Yeah, I think so we got it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So literally everything, look at everything as an added sugar, unless it is literally a fruit or from milk. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
that's that's yeah. the truth. Yeah. It makes it and, easier. But also be careful because with yogurt, you know, some of the sugar in there is natural, right? From mm. from that lactose. But many times they add even more sugar to mm. it. So it's important to note that. Um, that as well. So just because, you know, yogurt, you know, has some naturally occurring sugar doesn't mean they didn't add more to give it that flavoring. So also just be mindful of that. Yeah, because yogurt, flavored yogurt is very tasty. I, I, yeah, very, you'll find very few brands that are not highly like sweet, like where, because I like the natural yogurt, but when, whenever you get the, the, Flavored ones, it, 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 so you can easily finish the like a packet easy. It's true, and it's yeah. it's very very sweet, like a dessert. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're used to the plain yogurt and just adding your own fruit, you know, then all of a sudden you you go back to the sweetened yogurt. You're like, whoa, it's really sweet. Um, but yeah, so what I always tell people to do is, you know, get the plain yogurt and then add fruit because then you're adding a lot of new, you know, nutrients that way. And then put some honey over it. Put some maple syrup over it because then again, you're in more control than when you buy this thing and they're just putting in, you know, the same amount for everything. That way you can really help minimize your added sugar, but still get a good flavor. And cheaper, probably. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's um, for sure. The, the Lucky Lucky yogurt here, which I love. And they, they're the only ones I've seen who've done like a, a reduced sugar version. I don't know if you've yes, seen I, that. And I mean, I ta yeah. taste it and I'm like, they're still sweet. But it's, yes. And it's like half the sugar. So it just shows you how much sugar, uh -huh. it, it, hidden sugar there is in a lot of, a lot of products. Um, but it's that's, so true. That's a good tip to add in your own fruit and honey and um, yep. whatever else you want to add. Um, that's right. Yeah. So that is, that's my list. And then again, just remembering that anything in OSE is a sugar. Um, but then again, fructose and lactose are the natural ones. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, when, it, when it comes to added sugar... Is there sort uh -huh. of a recommended daily uh, intake? Um, yes. Or, or what do you recommend for your clients? Yes. Uh, so, uh, actually, can you know, well, start, is there a difference between what you recommend and what, say, the FDA mm -hmm. or British government recommend as daily intake? Because I think that's... For added sugar? Yeah. Okay. So I go off of... Um, the American um, Dietetic Association, or the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, um, as well as um, the American Heart Association, and they're the same. So most of them are recommending the same amount, which is about four to six, or sorry, six to nine teaspoons mm -hmm. of added sugar a day. And they differentiate it between men and women. Um, so, which is interesting. Um, but so basically what that is in terms of grams is about 24 to 36 grams of added sugar per day. So that's not counting your fruit. That's not counting, you know, your plain cow's milk or your plain yogurt. Um, but yeah, 24 to 36. And believe it or not, that is like an eighth of what people are actually consuming. And that's very hard for people to do. Yes, yeah, so crazy. So, I can so think about it. Think about it like this, you guys. Yeah. Um, you know, if you were to get, um, you know, like the soda, is it um, like the 500 mLs, right? That's like your typical bottle of soda. Um, yeah, there's like about um, 19 teaspoons of added sugar in there. In 500 mL? Yes, about 500 mLs. I'm trying to do the conversion from the ounces because um, I'm used to that in the U.S. So like a 20-ounce bottle of soda, which is about... Somebody could do the math on that. I'm not sure exactly how many milliliters that is. Um, but anyways, it's around, um, yeah, it's 19, it's 19 teaspoons. And remember, I just said four to six. So now you can see how people are getting excessive amounts of added sugar. And they're just like, oh, but I have two sodas a day. <laughs> and that's in a dish. That's not counting your natural, naturally occurring no. sugar. So you could eat 10 bananas and, well, yes. and have... Uh, and totally. And not including things like if you have bread, yeah. you have the yep. things like slices of bread in, you know, whatever food you consume, you know, it's often yeah, frozen yeah. food from supermarkets, added sugar. Yeah, yeah as long as it's like not, you know, um, 
blueberry flavored, you know, whatever, some sweet bread or something like that, you know, like there's going to be naturally occurring. Yeah. Um, and like for the carb piece of it. Um, but yeah, whenever it's sweetened, it's always going to be added sugar. So any of those processed cakes, cookies, things like that, um, that's all going to contribute as well to added sugar. I, I, I love butter toast because there must be just half sugar. Oh, oh yeah, they are, they are amazing. Oh, this is so sweet. Yeah, I'm sure there's, I, I don't know specifically off the top of my head, but if you're saying it's really sweet, oh, you're probably amazing. right. Yeah, but it's crazy. It is really sweet. I don't, I don't eat it, but my staff love it. Mm. We we always yeah, star, joke about that butter toast. Butter toast. Always the bread. Yeah, because yeah. we always see that van, the butter toast van, and your mouth starts to water. I used to, <laughs> that, that used to be... When I was a bachelor, that, that was my favorite bread. I'd, I'd have like six of them, toast them up, put, okay, more, butter. put more butter, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to train legs, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's purely sugar, like you can... You can tell the sugar in it, Yeah. it's really easy to burn. Yes, yes, oh. yes, yeah. It, you, you don't it live it too really long. Easy. You toast it, you're not careful yeah. because there's sugar in it. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, just talking about that. I just pulled up my fitness pal to see how much sugar I have, but it's counting it from everything like, uh, um, like banana, drinking chocolate, like sauces. Wow, like, yeah, sauces are quite high. It's taking the milk, it's taking, yeah. So, because it was really, high, I was high, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like, it was at, yeah. at 70. I was like, oh. but I don't, <laughs> I was like, I don't have that much, but it is counting everything. Yeah, that's really good to note, Clea, for people who do use MyFitnessPal. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of people that do, so that they know that's not necessarily added. added. It's literally all the sugar that they're pulling. So that's really good to note. Let, let's see what Leon's on. Mine's very little. Man. How? I know, great. Is that? Yeah, mine's what's all, wrong with all, me? always been very good with my sugar. You, but you, he, you eat more, you sugar, you eat more sugar than me. You yeah. eat more sugar than me. I you have a bowl of sugared cereal. All there, chocolate, all this, plus the chocolate, plus my post-training cereal. You eat more sugar than me. Amazing. Yeah, it's, uh... You're not logging correctly. We, we'll we'll yeah, take this matter. Yeah. No, my, my, my coach, uh, previous coach is just a magician. That, that's all. We, we will take this matter up later. Let us, let us carry on. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I, I know mine's very low. I try to eat jelly carbs low because of blood glucose things. But, oh, yeah. So actually, I mainly my carbs are rice, but then a little bit of pineapple with pretty much every meal. Okay. Uh, even that, it's a cheap. On the lower side. So, my sugar actually probably just comes from tomatoes, pineapple, and then obviously the rice starch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. So I don't add any added sugar. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think ours just comes from chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I know, that's totally mine too. <laughs> but you yeah. know, well, it's yeah. again. Yeah. I'm sure we're within that. Uh, yeah, we're, we're within that. But that, that is really interesting because I guess sodas really are the sort of main culprit because that's insane how much sugar there is yeah. in that. But I yeah. think people have more awareness of soda now. I think yeah. people know we're getting sugar and soda. I think where we trip up is they think, well, just get sugar and soda. They're really careful with the rest of my food. Which is where like things like the sugar in breads come from, or the added sugar in yogurt, or yeah, so you think they're having really good all other times. Having a soda, yeah, even one soda, full sugar soda a day, but not counting the added sugar, there's mm -hmm. the rest of like, like the sauces they got from the supermarket, or mm -hmm. stuff like that. that's, that's where they trip up. Maybe yeah. people are aware that soda is ridiculous amount of sugar. It, yeah, we tend to think it's okay if they don't have it in their other foods, but actually there's so much hidden sugar. Uh -huh. yeah. there, there is. Most of um, people's sugar does come from beverages, actually. Mm -hmm. So whether it's soda or like these, you know, it's it's very interesting. Um, some of these energy health drinks. Like, well, energy <laughs> drinks, yes. And some of these, you know, like Gatorades and things like that. But 
even some of these health drinks that look and sound healthy, like they'll say, support the immune system, great source of vitamin C with this orange yeah. juice. I forget the name of it, but it's here in Kenya. There's added sugar. It's like the first ingredient, um, you know, and so it, it, marketing can be so, so tricky. So it's always important to check that label and at least check that ingredient list and see where is sugar in this order? Because whatever is listed first or near the first ingredient, that's what that product is mostly yeah. composed of. Mm -hmm. um, so, but Andy, like you said, you know, there's so many other things where added sugar is that people don't necessarily think of it. Um, one thing is also alcohol. <laughs> You know, people forget about that. They're like, yeah, but I'm not, you know, there's no added sugar in here. I'm just having this. And it's like, depending on what you get, there can be a lot. Um, so again, it's all about being mindful and being aware, uh, you know, of what you're consuming and, and what it's composed of, you know, regardless of what, you know, is being marketed or how it looks or the packaging and things like that. Yeah. No, I, I think, think orange juice is a classic, like, because being a parent, I, I mean, I always want the juice from the with these cards and it's exactly yeah first ingredient sugar and then it's like 10 percent fruit mash and i think people pick up fruit juices thinking oh that's that's, that's, yeah, that's fruit juice it's yeah. great but actually the amount of fruit juice sugar added sugar to fruit juice is insane you know unless you've seen it actually squeezed yes. you know i would assume it's all full of sugar Yes, and that's what I tell people um, in Kenya. So, like, in the West, um, you know, because of how mandated their labeling laws are, um, they can have literally 100% juice, and if it says that, it must literally just con contain, like, freshly squeezed or, you know, like, from the fruit itself. Um, so then we would say four ounces of that is a serving or um, a, hundred, um, a half a cup mm -hmm. of that. What is that, like, 120 mls? Um, okay, there you go. Yep. So that's what we'd recommend um, because it's not considered added. However, when it's in the juice form, you're missing the fiber and you're missing those other nutrients. Like if you were to eat the whole fruit, but again, a half a cup is okay, um, a smaller serving. But here in Kenya, it's really hard because of everybody has their own label, right? And then sometimes things aren't always mandated or enforced. Um, and so it's really hard to know if something is actually just juice or not. So you're right. So I, I recommend exactly what you just said, Andy, where I'm like, you know, like go and have them like literally squeeze the fruit and then, you know, or make your own at home. Um, so then you're very aware that there's no added sugar and then, then it's okay. You know, once in a while in a small serving. Um, but yeah, it's, it's when we get into this excessive amounts, um, you know, then, then we have to kind of be more mindful. So talking of excessive amounts of sugar, what is what are the repercussions of having too much added sugar in your diet? Yes, so that's a really good question. Um, so when we have you know too much added sugar, of course you know we can think about our oral health. So we can think about dental caries, cavities, things like that. Um, you know, of course, if we're taking in too much sugar and we're not burning it off, it's going to cause us to gain weight. Um, which then can put us at risk for chronic disease. Um, the other thing is, you know, again, if we're taking in too much sugar um, and we're not burning it off, um, it can raise our triglyceride levels. Um, so basically like the fat in our blood. So again, that can put us at risk for chronic disease. Um, you know, and then another thing too is if we're eating so much added sugar, we're also lacking opportunity to get nourishing foods into our body because we're getting full off of these added, added sugar sources. And so, um, then we're less likely to be as nourished as we, you know, potentially can. So kind of missing out on those, um, opportunities to, to get as much nutrients as we can. Um, I would say those are probably the biggest things, um, you know, and then the more added sugar you get, then you crave more, you know, it kind of like that's what your palate wants because you kind of trained your palate to eat like that. Um, so then that can sort of, um, you know, be one of the, the concerns as well. Yeah. So I would say that those are probably um, the majority of them. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, um, the whole official macros approach, like a lot of people will have something sweet or a few things sweet and then other things try and balance it out but actually what we fail to realize is you know when we reach their targets they've missed out on a whole thing like whole fruits which you can replace instead of the processed sugar and and just take it from what you said actually about 
the difference between, say, these tar targets and nourishment, it should, you know, should be stated. You know, there is a difference between your calorie intake and fat loss versus being healthy mm-hmm. and your calorie intake, you know, and, and the balance of that, you know, where you actually get your carbohydrates from versus, exactly. you know, it just being a hard number. Exactly, exactly. The other thing, like, with added sugars, too, that I forgot to mention is, you know, um, if we're just having sources of added sugar, it's going to spike our blood sugars more rapidly and then have them decline as well. Um, And so, you know, that's an issue. Whereas if we were to have a fruit which has fibers, it's going to increase our blood sugar as we want it to, but not as high. And then it will remain at the uh, kind of a stabilized level for a longer period of time as well. Um, you know, so that's another important thing to keep in mind. So, you know, again, why you would want to make that swap as well. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. And I'm sure we've all felt that, you know, when you have your sort of, or you see it with kids a lot, that like candy high and then it's crash and burn. (laughs) We crash. Yes, literally. Um, Birthday party. Notorious for that. Oh, my God. Well, we're, we're really not big into Halloween and, and, and never have. I don't know. It's not always been a big thing here, but I know yeah. like you always see on social media around this time of year, like, do you give your kids sweets? Do you not give your kids sweets? Uh, and, and adults, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah. And I guess that can lead us into, you know, you, and you touched on it. You're like, you crave more if you're having added sugar, but... Mm-hmm. Is it in itself addictive? You know, like there's studies, they're like, oh, people take sugar and it lights up that part of their brain that, you know, cocaine does. Um, Or is there more to the story? Yes. So I think that's an excellent point um, and an excellent topic of conversation. Um, Because just like anything else in the world of nutrition, I feel like we're always, people are always trying to sensationalize a headline or, you know, do fear-based marketing or extremes, you know, things like that. Um, and so let's take a look at the science as, as I always like to do. Um, so Clea, you mentioned something, you know, when we have sugar, um, when we take in sugar, it does cause a dopamine response, which makes mm-hmm. us feel good. Yeah. Just like many other things, eating good food we like, um, being praised, exercising, even meditation, um, feeling love, you know, sexual pleasure, all of those things are going to light up this dopamine response. So sugar isn't unique in the sense that it's the only one that does that like drugs, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, drugs do that as well. Um, But a lot of other healthy things also can do that. you know, there's there's been some studies that I actually reviewed where they said, you know, it's as addictive as cocaine and, you know, things like this, which, again, is, is quite extreme. Um, and so, like I say all the time when we're looking at these studies, who is behind the study? Who is in the study? Is it rats? You know, and that's what it is in many of these. Yeah. So um, how do we correlate that to human health outcomes? In fact, it's unethical. You know, if I would give you medical or nutrition advice based on rat studies, that's super unethical um, to do. So again, um, and then, you know, I kind of just want to break down one of these studies where kind of they derive this information and they sort of make these, they cherry pick is what mm-hmm. I like to say. They cherry yeah. pick a couple things and then they make a headline about it. You know, so they said that, you know, when rats were offered sugar or cocaine, they chose the sugar over cocaine. They're trying to say it's more addictive than cocaine, okay? <laughs> well, who is going to choose what tastes better, right? Yeah. <laughs> cocaine or sugar, okay? So, like, there's, there's, there's that. Um, you know, and then the other thing, it's like they were starving these rats for 36 hours, and then they give them sugar, and they overindulge in the sugar. Well, of course, because they were just starved for six hours. So it's sort of this restrict and binge thing that we also see, you know, in humans when we say you can't ever have that, it's bad. You know, we we take it out completely and then we give it to people, yes. So it all comes down to having this healthy relationship, everything in moderation approach. But again, going back to the study, it was done on rats. They're cherry picking the research studies. You know, you really need somebody to look through through these again. one uh, a thing I also want to explain here, too, is in order for something to be addictive or to cause addiction, according to DSM-5 Diagnostic and Statistic Manual, okay, <laughs> this is what it has to meet. It has to cause withdrawal symptoms. Um, you must develop a tolerance. Um, 
it causes, you know, risky use. So you will still use it even despite a negative outcome. Um, and you must have it. So like, for example, would you rob a bank to get a packet of sugar? Like, no, we, we haven't really heard of that, you know, but people rob a bank to get cocaine or to get, you know, something like that more extreme um, damage to physical and mental health. Does it make you impaired? Um, does it cause, you know, um, social problems as well? So, um, you know, if that was the case, according to Abby Langer, which she's an amazing dietitian, and she always breaks down these studies in this very, um, very entertaining way, but also very scientifically based way. She said, if that was the case, we'd go straight to the corn syrup bottle and start chugging that. You know, so, yeah. so it's like, no, it's it's not as addictive as cocaine. Um, can you even be addicted? No, I, I think those are I think those are a bit extreme, um, a bit you know for terms to be using around it. But is it something that we like? Maybe that we can crave? Maybe that we want more of if we eat them? Yes, probably. Um, but that's where this moderation approach really comes in and where we can work to change our palate to crave more natural sources of sugar. So, you know, if you're craving sugar, try to have a fruit or try to have some yogurt with a little bit of honey, you know, have some dark chocolate, you know, things like that. But it's also not to say you can't ever have a cupcake or you can't have a cookie or you can't have cake because I'm not about that either. Because again, if you restrict something so heavily, you're going to binge on it. You know, so looking at this overall healthy and balanced relationship with added sugar. Um, so I, I think that, you know, that's really um, a way to kind of summarize and a way to answer that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think something that people can ask themselves as well, and they can work with their, you know, dietitian on this is people eat sweets for many reasons. You know, are they just being impulsive? Is it a control issue? Are they emotional? Mm -hmm. um, is it because it's always available and just very accessible and because it's there? Mm -hmm. You know, um, so I think it's really important to talk with your practitioner about those reasons to truly understand why are you going for the sugar? But again, this isn't to say you're bad. It's bad to have added sugar because again, we can totally have it in a healthy and balanced diet, but it's just about, is it really excessive? You know, where it is, you know, potentially causing some health issues or we have a chronic disease where we do need to limit that. Um, so again, it's this balanced approach um, and everything in moderation. Yeah. I, I like how you gave the definition of addiction because so many people throw that around. Oh, I'm addicted to sugar. And, you know, you could be like, yeah, are you going to rob the bank for the sugar? Is it, you know, yeah. can, that's an addiction. But it's often like Maybe when <laughs> yeah and but often when you ask them about it it's not just sugar it's like sugar with fat you know yeah. it, it's it's that combination or or salt and sugar and it's and, so true. and you know those are generally highly palatable processed foods that you know absolutely where because i'm sure like oh. no one's going around eating table sugar being you know addicted to that it's with something yes yeah it's so true. And I think um, also one more thing I wanted to add about the cravings is, you know, I always ask people, oh, whenever I do like their food log and I look at what they're eating, many times the reasons they're craving sugar is because it's a quick source of energy because they're eliminating carbs so severely that now they need this quick energy fix. And so what do you do? You go to added sugar because it's going to impact you you know, right away, immediately. Um, so again, there's so many things to explore around why somebody is eating this way and why they're craving sugar. Um, you know, rather than just saying, I'm addicted, it's an addictive drug, it's like cocaine, so here I am, you know? And I think, I think just going on for what Ashley said there is also people who are suffering from depression or mental health issues or lack of sleep, they reach for sweet, sugary, high food for the energy. But, but and they think they're addicted to, to sugar, but actually there's an underlying issue. And as I think what we said on uh, the Amelia Thompson podcast about food is a legitimate coping mechanism. Mm -hmm. But what you've got to do is actually deal with what's happening in the background, not necessarily, you know, it's not about the sugar. You're not addicted to the sugar. There's an issue happening, and you're just using food as a, as a, as an energy source. 
Absolutely, Andy. That's such an excellent, excellent point. Um, you know, and many times, you know, when people have other underlying issues, like you said, food is the thing that they can control. And so then that's what they go to because that is within their power. Um, so yeah, I agree with you so much. You know, behavioral health is very much a part of nutrition and a healthy relationship with food. So like you said, it's very important that people can understand what is that underlying issue and really address that. But I think um, like marketing brands use that also to their advantage because yeah. let's say, take it back, caveman days, there was no process, uh, like it's this food, you know, the roots, whatever. But mm -hmm. now, because behavioral science knows pe people always go to sugar when they're stressed. And so it's a bit, you're trying to help, but there's also this other people using the same science to make money. Mm -hmm. So it, it, exactly. it's a bit, uh, I find... To manipulate it, to yeah. manipulate people, yeah, and make a business out of it, yeah. absolutely. You know, marketing around food is, is very intriguing, it very is. intriguing. It's so interesting. Because <laughs> it's, 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 it also comes down to childhood as well. Yeah. When, we're, when we do something good, we're rewarded with, with something like an ice cream <laughs> or a, you know, a trip to the burger place where you have your Sunday at the end. Mm. You know, these things still sit in the back of our head, you know, you know yeah. it's not a bad day, what's going to make us feel better? It's like, yeah. you know, that sort of nostalgia linked to ice cream when you were happy as a child, yeah. you know, things like that, you know, so there's, there's a lot going into yeah. why we want sugar when we're down, want that sweet treat. You're so right. Like you said, it's so important to explore this bigger picture, the underlying issue, where this is coming from, because mm -hmm. there's so many of those factors that, that really, really play into that. Mm -hmm. Food is very emotional. It is. Yeah, it is. So now, now, now the controversial part, even more controversial, <laughs> artificial sweeteners. <laughs> Another topic I love. Um, yes. And I mean, as, as Leon takes a sip Take a of sip his of uh, Diet Coke there, uh, and he's <laughs> probably got about a liter there. I mean, I know. <laughs> we, we use stevia, we drink Diet oh, Coke, yeah. and uh, I know so many people who... You know, say, oh, you're, you know, you're drinking cancer from a bottle, or you know, that's bad for you. As they sip on their like Fanta, and you're like, right? Well, <laughs> they tell you real sugar is better than than alternative sweeteners. I hear it all the time. So let's have yeah, a registered dietitian's approach. Okay, <laughs> dietitian science and evidence based answer. Here it is. Not my opinion, <laughs> but I will share my opinion. So, yeah. Anyways, um, so they are safe. Um, and I'm actually going to go through the list of just some of the entities that have recognized this as safe through scientific and evidence-based research. So World Health Organization, the FDA, the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics, the National Cancer Institute, the American Medical Association, the list goes on and on and on, okay? There's been so much research on this because it is such a hot topic. And these things have also been on the market for many, many years. Um, so how I like to um, answer this question is everything is a risk, right? Hazard comes in the amount that you consume, okay? Think about that in, in anything, even mm -hmm. water, okay? We know water is good, but if we have too much water, it can actually, in extreme cases, cause hyponatremia, which can damage our brain, okay? So, um, you know, think of things like that. Now, what they, what they found with aspartame in particular, which is the one usually in Diet Coke that gets the, you know, the worst name, the bad reports causing seizures, cancer, you know, everything, you name it, it causes it. Um, they found that if you are um, about 75 kgs, okay, 75 kgs, it is safe for you every day to consume 19 plus cans of diet soda every single day for the rest of your life <laughs> before you will ever see the slightest increase in your risk of cancer due to the aspartame, okay? What that also equates to is, you know, like the, the little sugar packets, right? Like the ones you get at the coffee shop. You know, you can buy those with like aspartame or equal or sucralose yeah. or splenol, whatever. You could have 107 of those every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's if you're, you know, 75 kg. So if you weigh more than that, technically you could have more. The point is, is this dietitian recommending that we do that? Mm -hmm. No. What I am doing is I am trying yes, to... Yes, you are. <laughs> 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 you all your diet coke. Um, 
So what I'm trying to say is that it is safe. You shouldn't be worried. It shouldn't cause anxiety. If you enjoy Diet Coke, drink it. Um, but again, I'm not going to be out there saying, hey, diet soda is healthy for you. Make sure you get your daily five cans of diet soda a day. You know, but if you are going to drink soda, you know, I would say probably you know, choose the diet soda. And here's why I say that as a dietitian. Because if I tell you to get the regular soda, I know it has 80 grams of added sugar and you're getting no nutrition from that, right? So yeah. for, in the, the way we look at things as a dietitian is how much nutrition are you getting per the amount of calories you're consuming? So you're getting no nutrition. So I prefer that you also don't get calories from it, right? Um, because there's no nutrition there, you know? And so, yeah, so that's kind of how I put it. But again, if Coke is your thing and if you love it, like straight Coke, then again, everything in moderation and proper portion, just be mindful about it. How often, how much are you having that sort of thing? But the take home message is aspartame does not cause cancer. Love it. Take home message. And in fact, I, I, you know, I always now rather like tired when you have a thing, she picks up a lot of juices and add the sugar. I'll actually say, would you rather not have a Diet Coke? Just one, you can even lift up in the car, just, you know, We'll open it before we get in the car. Yeah. You know, spill it everywhere. But, um, you know, but you can put the lid on, unlike something with a straw that's full of actually first ingredient sugar. Because, I know. You know, I'd rather not just have something once, you know, rest of the diet's pretty decent. So, you know. Yeah. Um, but interestingly, I was going to bring up, um, like Splenda, some of these sweeteners in the little packets, so actually have dextrose in, I found out recently. Hmm. Because, look this up, this is, this is true, because the particles of, it, of, it, um, of what make up splendors and these things are so light, they have to weigh it down with something, so they stick a little bit dextrose. Uh, interesting. <laughs> and and uh, the only reason I know this is from bodybuilding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Piling in, using splendor, piling yeah, in, and actually thinking they weren't having any carbs in their diet or low carb. Yeah. And actually, each yeah. one's got a little bit of dextrose, and when you have loads of them, a dextrose builds up. Yeah. So actually, oh. Interesting. Yeah. That wow, well, okay. Well <laughs> keep, yeah. on, keep your eye out on that. But I do I do also remember when we were talking to Dr. Gabrielle and um Vitamin PhD about it as well because you know another thing that they say or people are worried about consuming artificial sweeteners is sort of gut health or the gut microbiome. Yes. But same thing, like they you'd have to yeah, you'd have to drink a lot. And no not even Andy can drink that much. Yeah. Well, I don't know. No, You've not challenged yourself to that. No. Doing prep, maybe, I'll give it a go, but then I'm not in prep. So you're not, you're not 75 fast. kilos, so yeah, you could. we're giving you 25 kilos. Yeah, I, yeah, like at the moment, yeah, I'm close to 100 kilos. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. even 30 plus cans of... You, 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 you're you, good. After that, you'll be done. You'll never, you'll, you'll be, you'll never drink it again. But you it just, is, it, it's, I it's, did, yeah. I, I get to talk, right? I was going to say, I got told off for posting that monster by someone. Uh, like, you know, um, all that, all that sweet nose stuff is going to, you know, you should put a, a warning. I said, actually, the only thing I should probably warn people of is the high caffeine content. Yeah. If you're already drinking lots of coffee, you've got high blood pressure, Maybe. like induced by fear 
Yeah. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Yeah. I can't think of placebo effect yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but some people, you know, claim that it's real. And so I want to acknowledge that and then they can just avoid it and choose a different alternative sweetener. Um, and if you are looking for more of a natural alternative sweetener, so stevia is one of them. Um, so it still has zero calories, zero added sugar. It, you know, just comes from a plant. Um, but I will say that it's quite bitter. Um, so I actually, yeah, I actually prefer not to have it, but everybody to each their own. So just know that there's so many options depending on whatever, you know, makes you feel good and whatever you think is the right decision for yourself. Um, another thing that's becoming popular with alternative, um, sweeteners is also sugar alcohols, um, because they're sweet as well, but they don't have the added sugar. One thing to keep in mind with that is that if you have too much of that, that can induce like horrible GI symptoms and diarrhea, but it full water into the GI tract. So be aware of what you're substituting your, um, sugar with. You know, whether it's an alternative sweetener, whether it's a sugar alcohol, you know, and then just decide which one is the best fit for you based on, you know, whatever your goals are. So wanted to make sure I threw that in there as well. That protein bar, mm-hmm. protein bars are full of sugar alcohols. Yes. And people stuff them down thinking they're getting good protein, actually end up just, you know, very bad stomachs. Yeah. And yeah. possibly soiling their pants. I've, it's, I, it's very true. I've it's done very an true. experiment with the uh, with the protein bars, and I remember I took three, and I was in the loo immediately. And you're sensitive anyway. And my, yeah, and it because it, it's Why one of those. No, it's one of those. I was just experimenting. It's, it's like it's tasty, but yeah, but it's like it's a protein bar. They've written there. Yeah, protein, amazing. But do not like, have. Yeah, but it's like, but please yeah, do not consume more than two in a day. And I'm like, why? It's like it's if it's out as well. It's not like two at a time. I know, but it's I'm like, like, if well, it's each bar is like twenty grams of protein, I need forty grams of protein per meal. I have two two no, protein bars. I didn't have them. I had one in the morning, afternoon, and the third one I was straight in the loop. Oh like, man! Oh my god! No, but I was experimenting. I'm like, you're you're telling me it's good, but then you're telling me, oh, by the way, don't have more than two, even though if it's protein. You're... And I was doing it I also. Everything in moderation, my friend. Yeah, even also, what is good it, for you. It was for yeah. clients because some were like, oh, I prefer to weigh protein, so it it, it was for science. I, yeah, I always tell them like, you know, if you have if you have to have a protein bar, or if you know you're going out. I often keep one in my handbag just in case. Yep. Yep. Don't make it a daily thing. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, we, we know what happens. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leon, Leon is oh, our. Uh, oh, no, never. I've never our, uh, since, since then, I've never touched a protein bar. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I love your, you know, on your Instagram, Ashley, how, you know, you post you having donuts and, you know, just yeah. eating foods that have added sugar. And, like, I'm sure people are in your DMs like, I thought you were a dietitian. And, what like, are you doing? And it, it just shows that, you know, you really can have everything in moderation. And because, like you said earlier, when people are like, oh, I'm going to do, you know, a sugar detox or something, which you see... And like just cut out all sugar and that leads to the binge restriction or they've cut out something else like carbs so that now they're reaching for it or mm-hmm. falling for that kind of health halo marketing where you're like, yes. oh, I'm going to have my agave and you might end up having more than if you just had like your normal teaspoon of white sugar in your coffee. Every day. Every yes. Day. And yes. some people do. Exactly. And it's absolutely yes. fine, you know. Absolutely. And I agree with you so much. Yes. So it all comes down to a healthy and positive relationship with all foods, you know, um, obviously eating nutrient dense foods most of the time. But you know, like that day I was at the coffee shop, I remember when I took that photo, I was like, this donut looks so good and I'm going to get it, you know, (laughs) and I don't even feel bad about it. Was it good? Huh? Was it good? It was so good. So it had it caramel great. on the top, and yeah. in the inside, it even had more yeah. caramel. Oh yeah, I'd have those donuts. Hey, that's a good donut. <gasps> was, I was treated well on Sunday, I fancy the donut. Went to a place, and said, are these good donuts? They said, they're really good, and they were not. Oh. I ended up giving them all 
giving them away. That's sad. But it's sad. Where That's was really yours sad. from, Ashley? Uh, Connect Coffee. So you're on the wrong side of town. Mm. Though I have heard that the brioche ones are good. Ah. Gabriella yeah. said they were good. And, I'm uh, sure they It's just, you know, and, and again, like when people... It's so funny, when I sometimes see clients in the supermarket, they hide their basket from me. Yes. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I don't care what you have. You can look into mine. There's like some sweets in there. There's Leon's Cocoa Pops. You know, it's, but it's so funny how people just assume that sugar is bad. Um, yes. And, you know, to be healthy, you, you can't eat sugar. And it, it's just so yes. sad to miss out on it the is. donuts of life. Mm-hmm. I agree. I love you the opposite know? where... because you're, cut, you're probably cutting out entire food groups and foods. Of course, and how many, how many calories are you actually consuming, um, you know? And then I guarantee fruit is definitely not a part of that, and I guarantee yeah. um, carbs are not a part of that either. Which, by the way, you guys, I forgot to mention, you know that study that I was talking about where they said sugar is addictive? You know who the author of that study was, and I'll share it with you guys for sure. Um, he's actually a promoter of the keto diet, and the other one was a low-carb guru. Oh, boy. Yes, and so, you know, it's so sad that it got published, right? Because they're actually doctors, so it got published, and that looks reputable to everybody else. So um, I forgot to mention that, so I did want to mention that, to always look into the background, because there's always agendas by, behind so many of these things. So always look at the background. That's what you got to look at. Who funds the study? Yeah. That give you an indication. It's, it, that's the, how it was with, uh, what was it, Game Changers? You yeah. Know, the, the vegan documentary. And it was like, who oh, yeah. is behind that one? Um, and su- the fish one. The fish one's the one. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm surprised there isn't a sugar one on Netflix too, because... Uh, I'm, I'm sure there is, actually. I forget the name of it, but oh, I'll really? there is one. Oh, okay. There is one. Yes. <laughs> um... But yeah, I I it, I just find it so interesting. Um, like you say, food marketing and all of that, how it just plays on insecurities. But just sugar is so demonized, and you know when when I do work with clients and you know going through their food diary, and they're like, oh well, well, I'll cut out that sugar there, and I'm like, but if, if that brings you joy, and that lets you be adherent for you know you know, Mm -hmm. stops you binging on whatever later on in the day, you know, one teaspoon in your cup of coffee that you love every day, you know, have it. And they're like, really? Like, what kind of uh, diet plan is this? And you're like, this is one that you can do for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's so true. I get the same reactions all the time. mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, But yeah, that's why they're, they're, they've sustained their, their progress, you know, in their 
training programs, in their weight management, whatever their goals are, they're able to sustain them because, again, healthy and positive relationship with all foods, everything in moderation and proper portion. Hmm? Awesome. Love it. Well, I think we've covered sugar, sugar there. Gents, I don't know if you've got any anything to add, any of your favorite no. treats. I know Andy's are cinnamon rolls. Um, Ooh, I well, I love cinnamon rolls. I think, actually, I, I have to say two different things. My favorite dessert is a cheesecake. You took the word out. I love out. cheesecake. Mm -hmm. I love cheesecake. And then if my favorite day-to-day, -day, if I was to give myself one thing every day, it would be something like a hot cross bun. A really good one from the UK, not the one from the UK. And then, but... Cinnamon rolls are up. I love my cinnamon buns. Cinnamon buns, all, the House of Sin ones in the UK because they give half their money to homeless charities. Oh, so right. I'm for that. So, so you get like, you get the good thing by stuffing your face with cinnamon buns. <laughs> yeah. And, and Leon, what about you? Well, we know you like your protein bars. Uh, well, no. <laughs> well, daily, I, I have chocolate daily. So even uh, even when I was doing my cut, when I had the coach, he kept dark chocolate in and worked well. So chocolate for me is a daily, well, not must have, but must have. Like I I look forward to... You're my, addicted. Yeah, We're going to rehab, sugar rehab, chocolate rehab. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's just he's gonna rob a bank. Watch out, Leah. <laughs> when when it gets to evenings, I I sit wow. down. Well, we're watching Netflix or something. I'm, I'm like my chocolate is. It's almost a sacred it's a ritual. Yeah, it's it's my. Yeah. Hmm. And then uh, every other day, maybe every once a week, we I, I like the cultiva cronuts there. Like a, I see them like yeah. all the time, and I'm like, oh my god! Like I just need I, to go there and do that. Yeah, my weekly treat. I they they're, they're amazing. They do very good pastry. So it's funny. You know, makes me laugh, cronuts, because Kaya. Yeah. Although she's only like not even nine, she's really anti cronuts. <laughs> she just hates hates the concept. She says. It's not even a real donut. No, it's not. It's not a real donut. It's not a, I, I, I hear you. It's yeah. not a donut and it's, it's not a croissant. It's just tasty. It's just an. I'm not saying it's not tasty, but uh, yeah, she's like, against that. Yeah, everyone's trying to put wool over her eyes. Oh, that's, that's yeah, funny. that's my one and purest super hybrid dessert, sweet or whatever. And, and <laughs> Ashley, what about you? You know, I'm like Leon. I have chocolate daily. Um, I'm obsessed with dark chocolate. And again, it's not like I need it because I always, literally always have it in my cupboard. Um, but it's just kind of like my ritual as well. At the, uh, you know, after dinner every night, I just grab a handful of like these dark chocolate chips. That's all I need. Um, What's your percentage? Kind of my... Huh? What percentage are you? Oh, gosh, I don't even know. They don't even 17. have it on here. They're but that good. Usually... <laughs> At least, well, the health benefits are if it's 72% cocoa or higher. So I don't know what these are. They're just a general, mm -hmm. they just say dark chocolate on them. But yeah, um, so that's my thing. Um, I love cheesecake. Mm. Um, you know, I like I like so many so many things, yeah. you know, and I, I, I would think a lot of cookies are a thing. And mm. it's funny because now that I'm in Kenya and these things are less available, I crave the things that like for back home, like, Cookies, like I was never this cookie girl, but I'm like, oh my god, cookies, you know. Yeah. Um, American cookies, especially as well. But like, you don't get them in Kenya or Britain. But here's a few things like when I go back to UK, I'm more likely to be unhealthy, not unhealthy, but more likely to binge and stuff in UK. So I know I can't get it in Kenya, so I'm there for a short periods of time. Like, I want fish and chips, I want like, a chip shop, <laughs> I want going down to, you know, get cinnabons, cinnabons <laughs> yeah, from the house of sin. I want to. Go get like a box of Krispy Kremes and you'll smash it because I know I'm going back to Kenya in like two weeks and I won't get any of them. I know it'll be interesting when I go back home for the first time because it'll have been like two and a half years, you guys. Wow. So, wow. You go back, when you go back to Christmas, though, no, not for Christmas. Oh, okay. I, I, I know yeah. my brother's getting married in May. Um, okay, so I'm like, better save my money. And my mom's like, oh my God, you must bring the kids. So I'm like, five tickets. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
I'll be working on saving. Oh, that's, yeah. So, what, I mean, what is something that you really miss from back home? Is there a certain dessert or... Yeah, all the things okay. I hated about the U.S. food is everything I crave. Yeah. Like, let me be real honest with you. My first meal is going to be craft boxed macaroni and cheese with mini I love this from a dietitian. I love it. And it's just... It's so good. It's so good. That sounds really good. That's what I'm having. And then I'm going to get the super extra large Cheeto bag, like the real Cheetos. Real Cheetos. Extra colorful. Yeah. Oh, my God. You, I have a whole list. Like, my mom is just like, it better be in the house when I arrive. <laughs> it's going to be an eating trip. It is. Like, I love U.S. Thanksgiving food. I've been to a couple of Thanksgivings in the U.S. and it's amazing. I think British Christmas is awesome, but U.S. Thanksgiving is also yeah. awesome. With, with yeah, I'm going to try to do an American Thanksgiving this year, guys. Mm. Just got to scope all my options early, but I'm really going to try to do that because I, I like want my kids to be able to experience that, you know, even though we're not there. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to cook all the food on my own. That'd be cool. I, I love I love the whole concept of Thanksgiving, and I agree with Eddie. Like the foods are really good because I like sweet potato and, and and like butternut and all the you know foods that go with all of that. So uh, I think yeah. yeah, you should do that. Well, yeah. this has made me so hungry. This conversation, I I, I like, need to go and feed my sugar addiction. I don't know what I'm gonna have. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you guys in rehab. Yes, you're in rehab. Rob a bank. Andy's going to rob a bank in Ibasha. <laughs> And the right, yeah, we'll see you all in rehab. <laughs> oh, but Ashley, thank you so much for coming on and doing myth busting. And yeah, I learned a lot there. That's yeah, so interesting. And I hope everyone who listens to this is reassured, you know, about artificial sweeteners, but also like, yeah, added sugar is not the devil. And yeah, working on moderation and proper portion. Exactly, and uh, and if you you know if you end up in rehab, you'll see all of us there. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Smuggle us in some chocolate. Yes, please. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see everyone in the next episode.